If I were a character in the opening titles of a Richard Curtis film, I probably wouldn't be standing here with my hand inside a chicken. I'd be dashing around in my shabby chic Notting Hill Muse house, throwing on some fabulous attire, sprinting to a wedding or getting ready for my dream job. Only I don't live in a London muse because, last I looked, I'd need several million in my account and I'm lucky if there's several hundred in there at any one time. No. As luck would have it, I rent a house in Notting Hill's poor distant neighbour, Acton, with my blissfully loved-up flatmate who, I admit, does have a whiff of a Richard Curtis-esque roomie about her. Liz isn't quite as revolting in her habits as the Welsh bloke from Notting Hill, or quite so irreverent as Scarlet from Four Weddings, but she certainly is untidy and exceptionally scatty. But she also happens to be one of the nicest people I've ever met, and I'm not quite sure how I'll cope when she gets married next month and finally moves in with her adorable fiancé, Jack. Hiya, Bee, she calls, closing the front door of our small terraced house. In the kitchen! Lizzie appears in the doorway, holding a handful of post in one hand and a cake box in the other. Her bicycle helmet is still perched on her head, her blonde pixie hair poking out through the holes. I have serious reservations about Lizzie cycling in London. She can barely walk down the pavement without colliding into a lamppost. She's always been that way. She used to fall off the balance beam at school with predictable and spectacular regularity. Bad day at work? She gestures to the mountain of vegetables yet to be prepped for the overly ambitious dinner I'm attempting to cook for the girls. Lizzie knows that a spot of cooking is my ultimate wind down, even if I'm not very good at it. Sir Hugo was in one of his moods. What was it this time? She asks, putting down the cake box and absently flicking through the post, mainly wedding RSVPs. The usual, things not being done that he absolutely remembers giving instructions to be carried out. But I'm assuming that as his PA you made everything shipshape with a sprinkling of your Anne Hathaway magic. I laugh dryly. If only my work life were quite as rosy as Lizzie perceives it to be. How was your day? The usual madness. She casts the RSVPs aside and hangs her helmet on the edge of the radiator. I've a new patient who thinks everyone in the room is a penguin. We spent three hours making papier-mâché fish. As you do? My hand her a potato peeler, wishing that my days were as creative and worthwhile as Lizzie's. She had her mind focused solely on becoming an art therapist since a year 10 careers day. It's possibly the only thing Lizzie's mind has ever been focused on, apart from Jack and having babies. Oh, and maybe dog agility, which was her big obsession when she was 12. I, on the other hand, had the grand plan of becoming a famous jewellery designer. But when I realised that wasn't going to pay the bills, I wound up working as an assistant to the principal of the art college Lizzie and I went to. My first job of many in the unplanned route to becoming a career PA. I long for the creative freedom Lizzie has at work, though probably not the penguin-seeing patience and maybe a smidge less of the nine-to-five. I always fancied a more nomadic existence, unlike the one my mother had, tied to the house and her kid. You do remember that Hannah and Kat are coming around at 7.30 for dinner? Apparently Kat has news. She doesn't say as much, but it's clear from her widened eyes that she's forgotten. I'll have a quick shower and then I'm all yours she says, leaving me to peel the potatoes 
and to contemplate what Cat might be going to tell us. By the time the doorbell rings, the veggies are prepped, the chicken is in the oven, I'm out of my work clothes and Lizzie is just about decent in her pyjama bottoms, though she's yet to find the corresponding top. I hope for your sake this is one of the girls, and not Simon, I say, going to the door. Admittedly, it wouldn't be the first time my boyfriend has seen Lizzie without her top on. She's constantly in a state of undress, trying to figure out if an item of clothing is clean but hanging somewhere in the house other than her wardrobe, or dirty but still possibly wearable if only she could find it under the bed, over the banister or on top of the microwave. Simon isn't interested in my breasts. Yours are far superior. I can hear her in the front room tossing the sofa cushions about looking for her top. With a roll of my eyes, I open the front door. <laughs>